It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Tuesday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Justin Kalen, been a while on the other side of the glass. Hello, uh, Scoots. Hello, John. It has been a while. It's six, just a, six days. Just a friendly wager here on the uh, scramble. Mm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not betting on my team for the He's big X scramble. He's a little scared. Well, just because I know your team. He's a little scared. I know my team, too. You should be jumping it, on this. It, is Tony on your team, too? Tony is on my team. Okay, that's too. all that man does is golf, so... That's yeah, true. I better not. And better Slugger, not be. that's all Slugger does is golf. And yeah. he's 65, so he gets a little bit of an advantage. Yeah, I'm out. All right. We, we may discuss further in the All way. right. It is Tuesday, August 27th, uh, 29th, whatever day it is. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open for your uh, comments, 502-384-1450, if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502 414 1450, stop by Thornton's today. Get yourself an ice cold thirst quencher. Fountain drinks right now, 32 ounces or smaller, only 89 cents. So stop by Thornton's today and enjoy your drink. Yeah, that was terrible. That was a terrible read. <laughs> but I keep looking at this uh, Cookie Lady bobblehead. Yeah. That uh, I think it's Rutherford's, you told me. It is, yeah. Here in the office. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to inform Mike that. Uh, it got lost. <laughs> it got washed away in the Friday hurricane or something. You like that? I like it. Uh, yeah, Cookie Lady may be going home with me. Is she from here? I guess. Uh, or well, did she start get her start here? Like, yeah, how, there's how a place. She... Uh, there's a place on Bardstown Road across from Impella's Aries mm-hmm. where she, her, and her cookies are at. Whatever the name. And of has that always are. been there? They're unbelievably good. Has, has uh, the shop always been there? Because when I was a kid, I remember her at like Bats games. Yeah, I don't with know the, the answer. cookies on her head. I don't know the answer to that question. Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna have to do some deep diving research on the cookie lady. Yes. Okay. Two days till college football starts. Nebraska, Minnesota on Thursday. All right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's football. Mm-hmm. It's here. I can smell it. I can smell what the college football world is cooking. <laughs> Uh, Wake Forest plays Thursday. Central Florida has a game. Uh, NC State UConn on CBS Sports Network. Uh, NC State is a 14.5 point favorite. By the way, Minnesota at home, seven over Nebraska. Nebraska's a dumpster fire. Nebraska over under wins is six, though. So is they, it really? They must have an easy ske- schedule. Pardon me. Hmm. I should not eat right before the show. I mean, they are in the Big Ten West, so not really much firepower in the West. I'm trying not I'm, – I'm easing into getting Scooter fired up today because mm-hmm. the Reds lost. Mm-hmm. Justin Thomas made the Ryder Cup team. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just kind of easing this in. Jonathan Taylor is going to be traded maybe – well, it's got to be today. Really? If he goes anywhere. Today's cut down day in the NFL. you got to get yeah. down to your final roster. NFL football starts a week from Thursday. The Arizona Cardinals cut their starting quarterback today. Yeah. They cut their starting quarterback. Kyler Murray's hurt. He's on the physically unable to perform list, or the PUP. And Colt McCoy was going to be the starter. They cut him. Really? Josh Dobbs will be the opening day starter now for the Arizona Cardinals. This is called tanking. 
Is that tanking, or did you just get good news that Kyler won't be out as long as you initially no, thought? No, no, this is tanking. Okay. Because Arizona wants the number one pick Why for Caleb Who's... Williams. Uh... And they want the number two pick, which they own the pick of the Houston Texans. Now, I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying that's going to be the number two pick, but there's a chance with C.J. Stroud, the rookie quarterback, and not a whole lot around him in Houston. They could go Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr., 1-2. Now, the problem is the restructured contract with Kyler Murray, they're going to owe him $61 million over the next couple of years. Because of an injury clause where his money is fully guaranteed in year five, they're, it's hard to get out from under it. Now, there may be a buyer somewhere that says, we'll take Kyler Murray off your hands. For, you know, you pay $10 million and we'll pay the rest of that third year. What, what, where does year, your confidence me. come from that Arizona's done with Kyler? Because I just, I don't really get that sense. Uh, I don't think they're necessarily done with Kyler as, I, as much as I think they want Caleb Williams. Okay. It's sort of a which do you prefer situation. Look, if they win seven games and have the eighth pick in the draft, then they're going to stick with Kyler Murray. But if they got the number one pick, whoever has the number one pick, Caleb Williams right now is the number one pick in the draft, and there's no question about it, and it doesn't matter who it is. By the way, I saw this. Um, there's a Milwaukee bar mm-hmm. that's uh, offering – I want to get this right. Free – I got to look at it. Free drinks when the Jets lose. When Aaron Rodgers lose. <laughs> so if the Jets are got a tough game, we head to Milwaukee, right? Uh, yeah, that's we not a bad Go to drive. this bar and yeah. watch the game, and when he loses, we're there all night, man. <laughs> oh, God. NFL. I love the NFL. Uh, I didn't get to talk to you about this. I talked about it yesterday. Cowboys trade for Trey Lance? Question mark? Yeah. What is Something that? How do you think Dak Prescott feels? He didn't know. Jerry Jones did this without knowledge of the court, but without telling his starting quarterback. Well, and it's kind of opposite of my take on the whole Kyler Murray thing. Like, did Dallas get news regarding Dak Prescott that they didn't exactly like? No. Right. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hear anything. And he's got an unbelievable contract too. Where if they were to get cut him loose, their salary cap hit is so big they couldn't sign anybody else. Now maybe it. Look, he's twenty three years old. Trey Lance. So maybe it's just, hey, you know what? We'll bring him in. We'll work him out. We'll uh, see if he's got anything that we think we can turn into a really good quarterback. He's only 23 years old. Well, and that's the thing. We would both agree that Trey Lance is not a starting quarterback right now in the NFL, but g- give him a couple of years. But he's gonna, he's yeah. owed $29 million next year. Huh. I got to know a lot before I pay a guy $29 million. No kidding. All right. Uh, Ronald Acuna, did you see this last night? I saw it in passing. I didn't really spend a lot of time. A couple of fans in Colorado ran out on the field. Yeah. Now, one of them, the first one came out. Acuna allowed this guy to put his arm around him, and he was taking a selfie. A couple of security guards tried to tackle him off of Acuna. But then the second dude comes in out of nowhere, and he looked like he's going after Acuna. Um, What do you do if you're security here? That's the question of the day. Because in my opinion, you come on the field, you're fair game. 
Yeah. You're fair game. Mm-hmm. I've seen it at football games when a football player just blasts a guy that's running with a holding a sign or a flag or his shirt says something on it. He's trying to send a message. I've seen football players declique people. And I always say, you know what? You get what you deserve. If you're gonna run a you know, if you're gonna run into my house, I'm gonna assume you have bad intentions. And I'm gonna knock you to the floor. That's the that's the thing with court storming and field stormings and all that though. Like when people just come out there is how often and that's what I'm sitting here thinking about, if ever in your life has it been somebody going out on the field with ill intentions? It's rare. Monica Sellis got stabbed. Okay. That's... Uh, now, this guy was a stalker. Mm-hmm. I think it was the French Open. And she's just sitting there between uh, games on where the, you know where they sit. Mm-hmm. He comes down out of the stands and stabs her in the back. Mm. Awful. I mean, she was laid up for, for – she didn't play for months. Uh, now, if you watch any tennis tournament, when those players come to the sideline and sit down, there's a there's a security guy standing with his back to their back, yeah. looking into the crowd. Right. Um, there's a reaction to everything. Not ninety five times out of a hundred, if somebody runs onto a football field, baseball field, basketball court, they're inebriated, hammered. It's one of those. Hey, hey, close friend, how much you give me if I run yeah. out onto the field? Oh, yeah. And they just want attention or, or you know, doing it on a dare. Yeah. 95 times out of 100. But those other five times, those are that's what I'm worried about. And these guys came out of the stands in Colorado. The security, I think, did what they're supposed to do. They tackled them. They took them away. I'm sure it's against the law, so I'm sure they get arrested. Mm-hmm. Acuna was cool. Ronald Acuna Jr., who I'm not a big fan of. That's crazy. I'm a big fan of his game. I'm not a big fan of his personality. He was great. Guy comes out, says something. Acuna says, yeah, sure. Put your arm around me. Take a selfie. Everything was good. Security was there quickly to get him out of there. But here comes the second guy. And you don't know what the intentions are. He's running straight at Acuna. I mean, he got probably four feet from Ronald Acuna before he got tackled. Braves win, by the way. I know it's a shocker. <laughs> Again. But what do you do? What do you do if you're a player? I mean, I've seen players shot. B- back in the day, and you don't remember this, you're too young, there was Morgana, Morgana, the uh, kissing bandit. Mm. You don't remember Morgana, do you? No. She would come to sporting events. Now, this was everybody knew who she was. This was in the 70s and 80s. Everybody knew who she was because her top side got there 10 minutes before the rest of her, if you know what I'm saying. She was buxom. <laughs> like quadruple D. Okay? So <laughs> every be a new letter. So every <laughs> maybe a new letter. Everybody knew who she was. And she ran out George Brett, Nolan Ryan, NBA players, ABA players back in the day. And all she did was run out, give them a kiss, and then cheer like she just hit a home run and run off the field. And, of course, everybody watched her run off the field. <laughs> but it was sort of campy. No, nobody was hurt. 
And I guess it's different if a woman runs out on a field than a man. Is that fair or is that unfair? Is that different? I would say so, yeah. Like I say, in her case, she was sort of a national treasure. Everybody knew who she was. The question was, where is she going to show up next? (laughs) It was always a lot of fun to speculate. Nolan Ryan got a kick out of it. All these guys, they got a kick out of it. Okay. Sure, I can give you I can, sure I'll give you a kiss. Ha ha ha. This was fun. And then she'd run off and security would just open the gate for her. Come on, come on this way. <laughs> there was a I remember a White Sox game not very many years ago. Although in my mind it wasn't. Maybe it was 20. Uh first base coach standing there doing his job, a guy and his son jump out of the stands and just beat the snot out of this first base coach. Really? They just went after him. Uh, apparently there was domestic issue there. He was with the guy's wife or something. The coach was with this guy's wife Whoa. and the guy and the son show up at a White Sox game, run out on the field and just start pummeling this dude. That's wild. So you never know what's going to happen. That's why the cameras should always stay on. Well, that's more instances than I expected there to be. So yeah, the Monica Sellis one, that's the scary kind of thing. Guy comes out, who knows if he's got a weapon, those guys run out on the field. Who knows if they have that a weapon. second one? I just watched the video, by yeah. the way. That second one that runs out, I don't, I don't know if he was. Did just he trying have to bad give intentions? Him, no, I think he was trying, probably just trying to give him a hug. But okay. if he did have bad intentions, he was going there to fight Acuna, and that would have been a bad decision because Acuna would have smoked him. Yeah, Acuna's hilarious at the end of that. He just falls down yeah. like, okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna lay here until they get these guys out of here. Uh, I got a newfound, uh, not. A lack of hate for Ronald Acuna all of a sudden. I like Acuna. He's a great player. He's going to win the MVP. If Matt Olson doesn't, he's going to win the MVP. By the way, Dodgers, Braves coming up this weekend. Mm -hmm. You got Mookie Betts, who's on a tear for the Dodgers, Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson, Ronald Acuna. The top four National League vote getters, I would say, for MVP. So give it, do yourself a favor and give it a watch. By the, um, by the way, the Dodgers are playing the Diamondbacks, which is tonight potential good news for me. Uh, Dodgers won last night. Yeah, Brandon Fott will pitch tomorrow night. Need a sweep. <laughs> you need a sweep. Need a sweep. Uh, the, but you know what? Cubs lost to the Brewers. I guess if you're Reds fan now, you're fine with that. Oh yeah. Well, because and you you're gotta not be, catching the Brewers. You just want to catch the re- the Cubs. You got to be too. That's what I told you last week. Brewers are gone. Can't worry about the Brewers anymore. Phillies are gone. Uh, Phillies Phillies are going to be the number one wild card in all likelihood. For sure. Uh, Then you got the Cubs. Who else is up there? Uh, Giants, Diamondbacks, Reds, and then goes down to Marlins. And the Giants beat the Reds last night 4-1. Huge series. Big series. Big big 13 games here. Because after this Giants series, you got 10 straight at home. And winnable games. You got the Cubs for four mm-hmm. this weekend. Big. How big is that? Yeah, huge. Yeah. But you can't get swept by the Giants or it's no. not going to mean anything. Nope. It's not going to mean anything. Brandon Williamson for the Reds tonight, 945 uh, against Alex Cobb for the Giants. You know, who's pretty good. I, I know you were probably expecting me to get fired up discussing the Reds. Yeah. But, John, we are at August 29th. And I'm, I am watching wild cards. They're in the hunt. Like, yeah. that is so much fun for me. 
Hey, you could be a Yankee fan. I mean, I, I'm literally hopping on my sports app every night and checking, did the Brewers win? Did the Cubs win? Did the Diamondbacks? You could be a Padre Giants. fan. You could be a Mets fan. That's no, true. You're you're engaged. Yep. Uh, hottest player in baseball, Scooter? Oh, right now? You're not gonna. You're not gonna get this. No, I couldn't tell you. Julio Rodriguez. Oh yeah, I, I knew that. He had 17 hits in four games last week. 28 hits in his last 10 games. Oh my god! The last person to do that, Kenny Lofton, Cleveland Indians at the time, 1997. Good grief! 28 hits in 10 games. That's unreal. Five four-hit games in his last 10. Nobody's done that since 1900. Five four-hit games in his last 10 games. Never been done in this century or the last century. Can this help propel him up to AL MVP? Yes. He's definitely AL uh, Player of the Month. Yeah. Uh, And by the way, you got two games left this month. Mm -hmm. Maybe three. 13-game hitting streak. During that time, he is 32 of 62. That is a 516 average, five home runs, six doubles, and in those 13 games, 21 runs batted in. Good grief. The Mariners, by the way, have won 12 of 13. I watched them last night against Oakland. Oakland stinks. They are fun to watch, man. And you know what? They are having a lot of fun out there. Told you before we came on, it's been so long since we've seen each other that Oakland got eliminated from the playoffs. (laughs) Uh, Mariners are in first place, if you didn't know. Rangers and Astros, who also both won last night, are a game behind now. Angel or uh, Rangers are kind of struggling, though. Rangers had to get two in the ninth on the road last night to beat the Mets 4-3. to I watched the end of that game. They were lucky to win it. Two out, two run single to win it 4-3. to hmm. And Houston put 13 up in uh, Fenway and crushed the Red Sox. No, they had it coming <laughs> after that 17-1 game. Do you know how old Julio Rodriguez is? Uh, he's young, too. 23, maybe? 22. Yeah. He'll be 23 in December. Crazy. Historic numbers. Yeah. Historic stretch here for Julio Rodriguez. And for the Mariners, by the way, who were sort of written off, and now they've won 12 out of 13. The Reds need another another one of those 12-game winning streaks like they had back in June. Yes, they do. Good luck. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. The U.S. Ryder Cup team has fi- been finalized. Captain Zach Johnson Made his six at-large picks today. We'll go over that. Um, ACC, will they add new members by the end of the week? I think they will. All that and a preview of the Big X Golf Scramble. Listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Beers on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline open, 384-1450. To join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Big X Golf Scramble is this Friday. Woohoo! Elk Run, right? Yes, I'm pumped. Formerly Jeff Elks. Elk Run, 915-ish. So no show for you. Somewhere, yes, it is no show. And no show Monday either because it's Labor Day. In fact, Gary asked me yesterday, are you going to be in here next Monday? And I said, yeah, why wouldn't I be? 
<laughs> he said, well, you know, with the holiday. I went, no, no, four-day weekend. <laughs> um, so, Scooter, you got Rutherford on your team. We do, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's, that's, that's a downgrade from last year. It's a huge downgrade from last year. You had a college year. golfer yeah. last year yeah. on your team. And uh, TJ and Nick and yep. you? Yeah, we finished, I think, 11 last year. That's a lot year. of alcohol right there. If we get to seven, I'd be really impressed. And I've got myself, Slugger, Tony Burke, and uh, Joe Bauer. How's Joe? Joby's our best player. What? He's our best player. I was worried about Slugger, and you, you didn't well, even mention Slugger's, your best player? If Slugger's playing, hitting from the old man tees, which he should, he's 65, then But he's he hits our, it like he's 40. Then he's our best driver. But Joe B is our best player. I am by far the D player. Oh, absolutely. I'm if, no the only question. reason I'm the D player is because there's not an E player. I hope they I hope where you all what are you behind. Mean us. Absolutely. I watched you hit it last year. You all were in the group behind us and beat me in the head with your own <laughs> foot or something. You didn't have any good shots. <sighs> I made a couple of putts that helped us get <laughs> hope, to two under. Hope you all are in front of us this year so we can heckle. <sighs> I hope we are too. <laughs> So that I can turn around and do my birdie dance every time we make a birdie. And you won't bet me a measly little uh, pittance, right? No. Right. No. Maybe a... Lack of confidence, man. Maybe front nine. We'll uh, bet a drink or something. <laughs> front nine? Yeah. You ain't know what hole we're starting on. Well, our, your first nine holes. <sighs> Speaking of golf, the uh, Ryder Cup captain, Zach Johnson, named his six... Um, what do you call these guys? Captain's picks. Captain's picks. Very good. That's why I bring you along. <laughs> the U.S. has not won the Ryder Cup on foreign soil since 1993. For those of you counting at home, that's 30 years without winning the Ryder Cup away from home. It is in Rome this year, which I think is pretty awesome, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I trying to look at here? There it is. The... Uh, Automatic qualifiers, by the way, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st in Rome. The automatic qualifiers, Patrick Cantlay, Wyndham Clark, Max Homa, Brian Harmon, Xander Schauffele, and Scotty Scheffler. Uh, so the six guys announced as captain's picks. Brooks Kepka. I'm not surprised. A couple of these automatic qualifiers went to bat for Brooks Kepka. He won the PGA. He came in second at the U.S. Open. Uh, I'm sorry, second at the Masters. Won the PGA. Top 15, I think, at the U.S. Open, and then didn't play particularly well at the British Open. But he's a live golfer. I guess since the PGA and live had the kumbaya moment, these guys are eligible. Now, they're eligible. I read this today because they paid their PGA rights fees. Before June of 2022, they paid their membership fees. So that's for the year ending June of 2023, but there's also a one-year grace period after that. So they are eligible until June, the end of June 2024, which means they're eligible to play in the Ryder Cup. On the European Tour, it's different, the DP World Tour, because Sergio Garcia, Ian Poulter, those guys are not eligible to play in the Ryder Cup for uh, Team Europe. Now, I don't think it's going to matter. They've got John Rahm. They've got Rory McIlroy. They've got Victor Hovland. 
They've got Tommy Fleetwood. This is going to be a loaded international team, or European team, I should say. Mm-hmm. So Kepka gets in, and he's the only live golfer to get in. No Bryson DeChambeau, no Patrick Reed, no Dustin Johnson. I find that interesting. Kepka was playing well. Yeah, Let him in. And he's, he's had good moments in previous Ryder Cups, previous President's Cups as well. Ricky Fowler. I figured Ricky Fowler would, would get in. Sam Burns, same thing. These guys were top 30 in the FedEx Cup standings. No reason they shouldn't be in. Same goes for Colin Morikawa, who shot a 61 in the first round of the Tour Championship. He was Anybody that was in the Tour Championship, I would think, would be a good pick. Uh, Jordan Spieth, also in the Tour Championship. He barely made it, but he did make it to uh, Eastlake. He's in, and he's been a good Ryder Cup player, international player. Justin Thomas is the outlier. The St. X grad, former Alabama golfer, two-time PGA championship winner. He was 71st in the FedEx Cup points. Didn't make it to the BMW. Forget the Tour Championship. He didn't make it to the BMW. He didn't make it to any of the uh, tournaments, any of the, of the FedEx Cup playoffs, because he was 71st. Missed it by one spot. He was 15th in the U.S. Ryder Cup rankings. Now, there are 12 guys in. He was 15th. So it's not a that big of a gap that I thought it would be. The only guys that have arguments here, Lucas Glover. In the last two months, he's won two tournaments, played very well, didn't play particularly well this past week. And Tony Finau. Yeah. Finau was in the Tour Championship. He has been on Ryder Cup teams before, so he's a veteran. Uh, and he was playing better golf than Justin Thomas. A lot of guys were playing better golf than Justin Thomas. But here's where I got JT's back. Two previous Ryder Cups, 6-2-1. and one. Three previous President's Cups, 10-3-2. That is 17.5 points in five international competitions. That's 3.5 points per competition. That's pretty good. If you get three and a half points for your team, the most you can get is five. So if you can wrangle in three and a half points consistently, which he has, then you make the team. Now, Zach Johnson's going to get a lot of grief if you go to Rome and Justin Thomas goes 0-4. Let's say he sits out one of the doubles rounds, mm-hmm. uh, team one of the team rounds. If he goes 0-4, you're going to get a lot of grief and you lose by two points. You're going to get a lot of flack. So Zach Johnson's going out on a limb here. But he has got Justin Thomas's previous record, you know, in, in on his side here. This guy, some guys are meant for match play golf. Some guys are meant to play match play golf. When he and Patrick Reed were together, when he and Spieth were together, they played great. It's like Shawflay and Cantlay. When I when I watch the Ryder Cup, if Shawflay and Cantlay aren't playing together, I'm stunned because they play match play so well together. When it's best ball or or four ball, it doesn't matter. They play well together. Dustin Thomas has had great matches with Spieth on on his team. He's had great. He's got a great singles Ryder Cup record and match play record. 
And don't forget, you've also got a couple of match play tournaments during the year that you, you can go back and look at and say, hey, how do they how they play in match play situations? The Dell, for example, uh, down in Texas. So I said last week, or maybe it was maybe it was yesterday, no way he makes this team. I said it. No way Justin Thomas makes this team. But now when I look at the options other than Justin Thomas, I'm not sure I would have picked anybody else. Finau is the the guy, the closest guy that I might have thought about picking other than Justin Thomas. Glover had a great two weeks, had a fabulous two weeks. He learned how to putt. He's got a new putting stance where he's hunched over like the hunchback in Notre Dame. And it's worked for him. But track record, it's not there. Here's the thing I'm I'm what, really struggling what, what with. What bugs you here? The f- I don't know if it's the fact that he has had a whole lot of success in this in these events, which that makes sense. I mean, you can lean back to the history. But if I'm a guy like Tony Finau today, how am I supposed to get my stats up for the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup when I'm getting jumped over by a guy that I feel like I'm deserving to be there over him, you know? He had three weeks of the FedEx Cup playoffs to make his point. And Justin Thomas wasn't playing. So he could he could have made his point. He had an opportunity to finish top five in one of these events and say to Zach Johnson, "Hey, look, look at me." He didn't do it. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I just, I just it just frustrates me. Like, get, are you anti JT? No, I'm not. I actually really like JT. I like <laughs> I like JT a whole lot, but I just don't feel like he deserved to be in. I mean, if you got to take your whole season's body of work, he doesn't deserve to be in. With the golf that he played this season. Exactly. I agree with that. But doesn't the past Ryder Cup record sort of cancel that out? Don't they sort of cancel each other out? I mean, I guess Because a if he bit, plays yeah. great Zach, and they win, Zach Johnson's going to be like, hey, wow, great pick, dude. But if he plays poorly and they lose, you're going to get a lot of grief. And that's the chance Zach Johnson's taking on him. Well, I, and I I do believe this too. I think Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, yeah, went to bat for him. Well, yeah, I mean, it's said to one Zach, big fraternity. Yeah, this dude's a warrior. This dude in match play is a beast. That you got to put him on the team. Uh, that's my belief. That they went to him to Zach Johnson and said, "Look, we're going to get on. We know that." Get this guy on the team because he is a winner in this format. At this point, he's already he's on the team, so he's got to somehow take this selection and turn that into confidence. That, I think he was that surprised they, that they picked him and they believed in him. Now he's got to go out there and and beast. He also if he doesn't. He also brought up the point that he th- he believes he was trying too hard to make the Ryder Cup team, and that's why he was playing poorly. Hmm. Now that's you know. I think if you're a great player, you don't make excuses. You just play bad. You say, well, I'm just playing bad. But maybe there is something to that. Man, if I don't finish, if I don't get to the to the playoffs, they're not going to pick me. i got to shoot 64 today. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe there's something to that. But the Ryder Cup team has said, look, it's a good team, but it's an uphill climb here. Because of the names that I mentioned, Rahm, McElroy, Hovland, who's playing better than anybody in the world right now, Fleetwood, who am I missing here? I'm missing some guys, I know. I haven't seen the European team. Huh. 
September 4th, Captain Luke Donald will pick the final four members of the European team. Actually, he'll pick the final eight members. Four are automatic qualifiers. Four are already assumed. One of them is Fleetwood, I know. Uh, four of them are already, they've already, you know, they know who they're going to be. So basically, Luke Donald has to make four picks. Uh, the automatic qualifiers are Rom, McElroy, Hovland. I can't remember who the fourth one is. Tyrell Hatton. Ty, uh, Tyrell Hatton, yes. And who are the next four? Do you got them? Uh, Luke Donald, Thomas Bjorn, Nicholas Colzarts. Oh, those are the uh, ca- those are the oh, okay. ca- vice captain. Luke Donald's the captain. And those are the vice captains. Yeah. Uh, so they picked the other eight, but four of them are known. I mean, everybody knows Tommy Fleetwood, who went five and zero with Molinari a couple years back. He he's going to be. Uh, one of the guys for sure. See, outside of the top three, though, outside of Hovland, Rory, and Rom, if you're America, team, you got to beat the the bottom four guys. Team doesn't scare me at all. You, you got to well, they don't lose. On, and the other thing is, this course is going to be set up the way Luke Donald wants it set up, so that his team, their strengths play to this course, or this course, I should say, plays to their strengths. I remember when Tiger and Phil and that when they were playing overseas, they would set it up so the long hitters were if they didn't hit it straight, they were in trouble. And Tiger and Phil would get in trouble every time. Hmm. Every time. I, I said on KRC this morning that if JT makes the Ryder Cup team, I hope <laughs> I hope USA loses. Oh. Kar- karma comes back and bites them. Are you? But now I'm I'm on the other side. Backpedaling yeah, on that. Yeah, Europe's gonna get it. Yeah, we're gonna smoke. Them. I've been saying that for a long time. We're I, had a, smoke I got a buddy who knows a lot about golf, and he told me for, uh, a couple years ago, even though it was here that the U.S. was going to get killed, that the European team was too good, and the U.S. ended up destroying the European team two years ago. Whistling straight. That's going to be the case this year with Steve Stricker as the uh, as the captain. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to win over there. They make it really difficult to win. We're going to make it look real easy. All right. Well, you know, I don't want to bet against our team, but, <laughs> you know, my favorite color is not red, white, and blue. It's green. You hate your country? I don't hate my country. I hate losing. <laughs> I hate losing less than I hate my country. Well, I, I said that the wrong way. I hate losing less more than I love my country. How about that? There you go. That's terrible. That's a terrible attitude to have. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll talk a little college football on the other side. Two days until college football starts. Three days till the Cards play. Four days till the Cats play and the Hoosiers play and the Tilltoppers and the Boilermakers and everybody else. And, man, I'm so looking forward to it. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Tuesday. Eminem Cartage hotline is open. 384-1450. 384-1450. Thornton's text line. Get your text into the show at 414-1450. Tony Burke either in studio tomorrow or maybe we'll have to have him call again if the equipment is not updated, which it probably won't be. We're going to figure it out. We'll figure it out. But hopefully Tony will be able to join me on tomorrow's show. All right, I've got – we've got the uh, Ryder Cup picks for the Americans. Uh, there is a predictor, and I'm not sure who this is, but he knows what he's doing. Uh, he picked the 
American team, he had Cameron Young on the team instead of Sam Burns. Everybody else he got right, he even picked Justin Thomas. Wow. So he got Thomas, Fowler, Morikawa, Kepka, Spieth as the captain's picks. He had Cam Young, who may have a good argument here. Uh, and he had Cam Young instead of Sam Burns. Sam Burns, by the way, finished top 10 at the Tour Championship. And he's a he's known as a really good match play player. He was pretty consistent this season. Yeah. Now, as far as the European team goes, Michael Roy, Rahm, Hovland, and Terrell Hatton have made it. The next four that we're going to assume are on the team. Tommy Fleetwood, Robert McIntyre, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Mm. And Sepp Straka, who had a great, really good year, he was in the in the tour in the tour championship. I forgot about Fitzpatrick. We forgot about Fitzpatrick. That, that may change things a little bit. Then you got his other four picks: Justin Rose, who didn't have a great year but came on a little bit at the end; Shane Lowry, and two guys whose first name I do not know: <laughs> Moronk and Hojgard. Oh, I know Hojgard. And Hojgard has one of those lines through the O. Yeah. So I'm guessing he's Norwegian I or think Swedish. He's from Denmark. Yeah, he's one of those dudes. It's the flag with the the red flag with the white cross. <laughs> That's where he's from. Uh, I thought that was Canada. Anyway, and Moronk. <laughs> so I think you're right, Scooter. When you uh, are assigning teams, and Moronk and Hoshgard are playing, I'm I'm raising my hand. Mm. Can I play against those guys, Coach? So I, you know, you're. This has always been the case. The the back four guys advantage America, but the front four guys, and I know Scheffler's great, but I'm going to go advantage Europe with Rom McElroy, uh, Hovland, and I'm going to throw Fleetwood ahead of Terrell Hatton, actually. But I'll go advantage Europe there. So I hate that this is in a month because you got me fired up. <laughs> I'm ready to go run through a wall for Team USA. Uh, you're going to be wearing those uh, Zubaz red, white, and blue stars on I've, one leg, I've blue, got a, blue and, and stripes on the other leg. I've got a USA outfit. I might just wear it every day of the tournament. I uh, can't wait to see that. <laughs> uh, Big X Scramble is Friday, 9 o'clock, Elk Run, right after the uh, KRC boys are done with their show. Uh, 23-ish. To, you can still get in, right? There's still spots? Uh, this would probably be your last day. But yeah, you can you can send an and email. And what's the uh, email? What's the email address? Big X Scramble at Yahoo.com. And TJ will get you in. It's what, forty dollars a man? Is that right? Yep. One sixty a team. And we'll tee off about nine fifteen. And uh fun is had by all. I, I look, we shot two under last year and we had a ball. So was it the same team you've got this year? It was, and you won't bet me. But Slugger wasn't allowed to hit from the front tee. All right. Well, let me. That's a four shot let, difference. Let I'm me get. You. Let me get clarification on Slugger, and then I'll circle back to this because well, Slugger's if not that's the same from team. The front tees, I'm not betting. If, <laughs> what were you guys last year? We were 11, and we were two. And you don't want to bet me? Well, I mean, a lot of that you came lost to college golfer. A lot of that came Mike from Rutherford. intern Jacob, yeah. And Mike Rutherford plays golf two times a year. You have helped media scramble. I'm, the gonna, big I'm scramble. going to text trash the. Uh, uh, Rutherford show today. Okay. Text. Heard you. Heard trash, you wouldn't. I'm going to trash text him. Heard you wouldn't. You heard I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I? I? I don't know. Have you ever even sent in a text to the big <clears throat> no I, text line? No. So why we why start today? I just don't believe you. Because do uh, there's going to be money on the line Friday, so I'm going to get loud. 
Okay. I'll be listening, then I'll I'm listen trash, for your text. I'm trash texting. Okay. Get him fired up. Because apparently, by all accounts, we, we don't really don't know if he's excited or not about this thing. So Can he play? No. Not, I mean, okay. he's he's kind of like all of us. I mean, we're all just, me, him, and TJ. You're not are like, like all of us. I stink. Me, him, and TJ are kind of like, eh. And then Roush is like, eh. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Uh, there should be pictures. This is a texture, by the way. There should be tix- pictures of Scoots in his outfit on the Big X website. In my USA outfit? Yeah. There's one on my Instagram. Uh, I saw Trevor eat a salad yesterday. Uh, what bet a third did, of a salad. What bet did he lose to have to eat a salad? No, he said before Brom got brought back, okay. he said that if L hired Brom, he would eat a salad because he's – He's done. He doesn't do salads. I know he doesn't. He doesn't eat anything green. No, he does not. No, he does not. So that was the thing. And then last year when they when they hired Brom, he ordered a salad via DoorDash, but he didn't eat it. Took one bite, spit it out. Took or, another bite, spit it out, and he thought that that was good. So now they were all over him. U of L fans were all over him because they think he's cursed the season because he didn't actually eat the salad. So how much of the salad? First of all, I saw the picture. It was a small salad. It was. How much did he? He eat? said it was huge. He told me he ate 10 bites, so that would equate to, I don't know, a third of the salad maybe. Folks, he uh, he put chicken nuggets on top he of did. each bite. He, right? he, he That's the only reason he knew he had 10 bites because he put he said he bought a 12-piece nugget, had two of them, put the rest on the salad, and had a whole nugget with every bite. Somebody just texted me a picture of my birdie dance. It's uh, Rodney Dangerfield from Caddyshack. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Should have got so, that birdie uh, dance on video. I saw that Nolan Smith is interviewing for a coaching job, Cardinal assistant in the G League, a head coaching job of the Capital City Go-Go, which, which is a great name, by the way, but the Washington Wizards G League team. What do you make of this? Bad timing. Yeah. I mean, I mean Tristan Flowers was bad timing. This is Trenton. bad timing as well. Trenton Flowers. Yeah, I mean, what – how much worse could it get for Louisville? Seems like every oh, time man. it feels like everything's in place and they're good, something else comes out. Flowers goes to Australia, and Nolan Smith wants to coach the Capital City Go-Go? <laughs> I mean, granted, they've got better players than Louisville does, but where do you go from there? If you win the G League, do all of a sudden you become a candidate for a head coaching position in the NBA? Maybe. I mean, there are coaches in the NBA. Mike Budenholzer is the first one that comes to mind, and he won a chance that were G League coaches. I don't know. Crazy. Seems like a strange move, especially when you've got, I mean, by all accounts, if Louisville doesn't perform this year, you've got Kenny on his way out. It seems yeah. like an opportunity for Nolan to slide right into that spot. It does. It does. By the way, six-pack coming up Thursday. No show Friday because of the golf scramble, but we'll have our first six-pack of the year I mentioned it yesterday, Scooter. The two-pack was 0-2. I told you. Great start. Navy and USC. Actually, I told you it would go 1-1. One one. Yes, you did. I was wrong on USC. I wish I took your picks. 1-1 <laughs> one one is a lot better than 0-2. Uh, I forgot this game Thursday. Florida at Utah. Yeah. 14th-ranked Utah is a 6.5-point favorite at home. Florida is having to leave town early because of the Gulfside hurricane that's coming. So I think they left today. They were going to leave tomorrow. I think they're leaving today to get out of town for the Thursday night game so that they can actually fly out because of uh, 
this hurricane warning down in the uh, Gulf. Well, and that'll help them get acclimated, right? I guess. I mean, it is a two-hour time difference, maybe three. I don't know if where Utah's at. Where is Utah? Pull a map up, will you? I got one pulled up right now. Is it central or Pacific? I would say, what, time zone? Yeah. Oh, I don't I would say Pacific. By the way, I looked at my my uh, weekly parlay that I every every week, okay? Every week I bet a parlay. Louisville, Kentucky with the spread by the way. Louisville, Kentucky, Indiana, Purdue, Western Kentucky. I looked at it today. You know WKU is supposed to run away and hide and win the conference conference mm-hmm. uh, USA. I didn't know that, yeah. Purdue's three and a half over Fresno State in West Lafayette. Fresno State, that's a tough, that's not an easy game. Kentucky's a big favorite. Indiana's a big underdog. It's 30 now, by the way, Scoots. Oh. It's 30. Stop. No. I can't. I would love to. I can't. Why did I not place that like a month ago? What was it? Like 26 27 as the first number I saw it at. Oh, that's so frustrating. Let me make sure I'm not lying to you. I don't think I'm lying. I mean, it's it's. I, I'm not surprised, John. Yeah, it's going to continue to climb. Over under fifty nine. It'll spread is thirty. It'll probably get up to thirty two and a half. If I had to guess. <laughs> oh God, it's bad. You, you could have hit a half, right? I mean, a middle. They call it a middle. Uh, mm. Western Kentucky. Trying to find their game, but I'm struggling. And I read it today because I was over at my – oh, they play South Florida in uh, Bowling Green. WK 3.30 on the CBS Sports Network. Now, that is Saturday. Western Kentucky is an 11.5-point favorite there. They play Ohio State this year in the Columbus. Sold out, yeah. And I, people still have them going 10-2. and two. They've added – they've lost four teams from the conference. They've added a couple, a couple of former FCS schools. So the schedule, other than the Buckeyes, is not difficult for Western Kentucky. And they are huge favorites. They've got the best quarterback in the league, best receiver, best linebacker, according to almost every everything you read, or everything I've read anyway. Now, you asked me prior to coming on air today, and I think yeah, my answer is pretty question. obviously pretty obvious, but I didn't get your answer, who keeps it closer with Ohio well, State, Western or Indiana. Here's the difference. First game of the year. On the road for Ohio State here. Mm-hmm. I know it's Indiana, but it's a road game. It's a conference road game. Western Kentucky plays in Columbus. The question is, who keeps it closer, Indiana or Western Kentucky? You, you. Before I even finished the question, you said Western Kentucky. Yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt. But I think you have to take into account that it is the first game of the year, that it is the first road game of the year for Ohio State, it is a conference game. I still think Western Kentucky, too. I hate to say <laughs> that. I hate to say that. But Western Kentucky's got a better quarterback than Indiana. They got it's got a better team. Mm-hmm. If you're IU, you don't I saw a couple of pick couple of people had IU winning four games this year, but they also said this quote I can't find the third and fourth wins, even though I'm picking them to win four games. Western has one thing that Indiana doesn't, and that's expectations. That's true. So. They do. Eastern Kentucky opens at Cincinnati on Saturday. It's Scott Satterfield, 
Boom. Coaching against the uh, EKU Colonels. And there is no spread on that game because EKU is still a FCS school. In football? In football. Really? Kentucky, by the way, is uh, 26 and a half now over Ball State. 49 is the over-under. Kentucky always struggles in one of the MAC games. I don't know whether it's going to be Ball State or Akron, but they always struggle in one of the two. But I love my parlay. Louisville, Kentucky, Purdue, Indiana. I'm taking the 30 and WKU. Tony Burke will join me tomorrow, either in studio or by phone. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.